case of a zombie apocalypse, I'm going to Iceland, home of the true heroes of football. You're listening to Podcast Detected. Now, run. Hello, Runner Fives. We are back from the longest hiatus in the world. I'm Lindley, and I'm here with Liz today. Hi, and I want to say Sherlock always goes on much longer hiatus. Hi- 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 Is that the plural of hiatus? I don't know, because it ends with a U-S, <laughs> right? And that's in Latin. True. Turns in amicus, amici. I don't know. It's weird. I don't like that word. Hiati, maybe? Yeah. We're back. That's the important yes. thing. <laughs> Today we are talking about the wonderful men of Zombies Run. But first, we should get into some fandom news. What's new in the fandom? Pokemon Go is new. Yes, of course. And it's as fans of augmented reality games like Zombies Run, uh, Pokemon Go is, of course, a big topic for us. Mm -hmm. And you can go out for an hour run. And when you're using both Zombies Run and Pokemon Go, your battery will surely be dead on your way back. So that's nice. Yeah, that's... (laughs) With my old iPhone, I would not have tried that, but I have a new iPhone now because my old iPhone finally... Did we both get new broke. iPhones at the same time? Yeah, maybe. Uh, but I didn't want one. I, I just had to... Yes, you did. I had to get a new phone. You so my new phone is probably going to be able to handle Zombies Run and Pokemon Go, but I can't and play Pokemon Go yet. What? I've caught so many Pokemon... And none of them are named after Zombies Run characters. Oh my god, I'm horrible. I'm, I'm, go- I'm back into playing Code Runner until then, so it's fine. I don't know what it is. Well, it's, it's, an, it's an augmented reality game. So you're basically a civilian, but then you get recruited by the government agency of privacy. So they kind of, they own all your data and they recruit you in the streets to spy for them. And oh, so like real life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's a game, so it's fine. <laughs> Isn't it weird how so many games, if they were real, would just suck? Like Zombies Run, think about it. If this was real life, I would be miserable. Yeah, Zombie Apocalypse is only fun. Like, when you could go home and shower. Think, thinking about it, yeah. <laughs> also, in other news, the new virtual race is already, you can already join that. Mm-hmm. It's been half a year already. I participated in the last uh, virtual race and it was a lot of fun. So if you have... Do, sorry? Do they still have spots open? I think so. It's just the first wave off. Oh, okay. It's October 20th to November 1st. So this is usually the first announcement and then they... Mm. Yeah, they allow more people to sign up. And they have cool t-shirts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And since it's in October, it's probably going to be another Halloween-themed one, which is exciting. So in other news, directly from Six to Start, they have an update to the app, and so there's a bunch of new buildings coming out for during Season 4 and Season 5, as a lot of us know. Um, <laughs> and so that'll be really interesting. Obviously, I'm not far enough to get any of these buildings yet, but if you have found some of them, let us know, take screenshots and send them to us, do whatever, because I kind of really want to see them. But there's lots of stuff going on. We've been away for a while. So we'll update you as 
we do more episodes, I guess. <laughs> and also, small update, personal update about my progress in the Zombies Ride project. I got... The person that I'm writing for had, like, a bunch of possible things that I could do. And I have, like, five ideas of stuff I want to write. And I have not decided which one I'm going to do. <laughs> Put them on slips of paper and just draw them out of the bag. That's simplest, best way. <laughs> Let's talk about the man of Zombies Run. Yes, and we have lots of options. Um, one thing they do really well is, I guess, one thing Naomi does really well specifically, and she talked about this a little bit at the convention I was at last year, is making sure there's an equal number of men and women. Like, it stays pretty much at 50% throughout and that people don't follow traditional stereotypes. And I think that's really, really cool with the Men and Zombies run because you have so many different personalities and not just these big macho men with guns. I mean, we have, what, Evan, runner seven from the first couple of seasons, <laughs> who's kind of like that. But, and then, but all of the other ones, you can tell their backstories and you can see how that shapes them. And I think that's really, really cool. It's easier for men to be represented, to find themselves represented in media, because mm -hmm. media usually offers us a lot of different types of men, mm -hmm. while we get like one or two women per show. So mm -hmm. I think it's, for me, it's usually more important that women get great representation than men because men are better represented anyways but there is certainly a truth that it's it's weird that in 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 zombies run we have a lot of different men but those who usually would be the side characters are the main characters yeah true because you will have characters like like Samuel in regular media you will find the kind of geeky um side character like chinese and and maybe he's even your token non-white person and you have that in media but zombies run takes those characters and puts them in the focus of the story yeah. while characters you know evan is not a main character. He, he just isn't. He he's certainly well, he's not even in past a certain point. He's yeah. not even there. So yeah. And even Spoiler. before that, he's he's head of runners, and yes, you head out with him, but he's not as much as a main character as Sam or or Chris McShell mm -hmm. in the first season. So I think that's that's the interesting part mm -hmm. that the characters who would be side characters suddenly become the main focus. Mm. Well, I think it's not only interesting, I think it's actually really important because I, I know Tumblr especially tends to focus on women, repre like representing women in media, which is incredibly important. We need all different types of women in media, but we also need all different types of men who, in especially in like post-apocalyptic kind of movies and TV shows and all that, like if you look at what uh, The Walking Dead and all those kind of films, all of the men, the main characters, and even most of the side characters are macho guys with guns. 
And so having characters like Sam in the forefront and having characters like Simon, who has a really troubled past, like Phil and all of these other people and having men who are openly gay and bisexual is really, really important because people, I guess, are more vocal about women needing to be represented and needing to have representation because Mm. we just don't have as much. But it also is very, very important that men see, hey, look, you can be a hero. You can be this great guy without being this macho, gun-toting, explosion, like cool guys don't look at explosions kind of person. (laughs) And Zombies Run does that so, so well by, yeah, they give us those like those stereotypical characters, but they're not the characters that are loved in this series. The, those are the char- those are the characters no one cares about. Well, I mean, we care about them, but like they're the characters we really, really are attached to as a fandom, as a base are like Sam and the people who are not following traditional, traditional masculine roles. Hashtag <laughs> toxic max- masculinity. Yeah. I think this is something that um, Zombies Run does really well. It's the men in the game are not... They're actual men. Yeah, and they're... They're they're, not stereotypes. Yeah, and they don't have to prove their manliness. They don't have the feeling that if... Like, you have Sam, uh, who is not afraid of being, like, super geeky about something or super emotional and super invested in the well-being of his runners, which might be, especially, he's a very nursing character, I think, mm-hmm. a very caring person, which we would usually more associate with a female character. Mm-hmm. And they when they wrote this character, they did not feel the need to, at the same time, give him something that will assure him how masculine he is. Yeah. That's, so he, yeah, doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't need to go around and have sex with every woman he sees just to prove he's a man. <coughs> Simon. Well, Simon has his own can of issues, I think. Yeah, true. <laughs> also... It's still up to debate how successful he is in his advances on everyone. <laughs> but that's exactly the, the same. There's a, a scene in Radio Cable where Zoe and Phil talk about people they would uh, switch their sexualities for. Oh, yeah, I remember that and one. You see, like, Phil, he's like, oh, yeah, that guy. Mm-hmm, yeah, and that guy. And that guy as well. And it doesn't uh, face his masculinity that there are men that he finds attractive. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought that's very refreshing. Yeah, definitely. And I think Naomi and the rest of the writers of Six to Start of Zombies Run are really focused on that because they seem to be just in general very aware and very... Um, kind of motivated to help people embrace themselves. I mean, that's part of the game is embracing the fact that, yeah, maybe you can't run a eight minute mile or whatever, but all of these characters are depending on you. And so using that, it kind of, and using the representations that are provided in the game, it kind of helps you embrace yourself, whether you're a man, a woman, anything in between. be a bit difficult to go through all the male characters right yeah. and why we love them yeah 
Uh, see, there are two characters we should maybe talk about, and there will be mild spoilers, I think. Yeah, for season three and a little bit of season two, I think. Yeah, but it's not not plot-related spoilers. Yeah, no, no. not at all. Uh, first, maybe we should talk about Owen. Mm-hmm. Because I have to admit I am guilty of one thing, and that thing that I'm guilty of is the trope people who fight and bicker with each other are secretly in love with each other. Mm. In, in German, we have that proverb, it says, Was ich lieb, das neckt sich. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that this is a very problematic trope. <laughs> and so we have this mission where Maxine tries to set up uh, Jody and Owen because they constantly fight. And when it was just that mission, I was like, this is so cute. Without really thinking, this is <laughs> actually super creepy. Don't don't do that, please. It worked in Pride and Prejudice, and that's like the only instance where it worked. And that is kind of the thing, because I like that they took that storyline and then kind of let it logically play out, which leads to Owen being kind of obsessed with Jody, and Jody mm. just doesn't like him. Yeah. Like, at all. <laughs> and he does some, without going into too much detail, he does some stuff that's not okay. Yeah, no kidding. And he <laughs> shows this kind of mindset that if you find the right code to treat a woman, then she's going to love you. Mm -hmm. And he puts her a bit on a pedestal, which then results in uh, him being not so nice when it turns out Jody's not exactly the person that he thought she would be. Mm -hmm. I like that this was portrayed as something... This mindset was portrayed as something that's unhealthy and that's not good and then you should not do it. And I like that. It's it's uh, because you can't have bad guys who are male. That can still be a good way of portraying men. I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he definitely has also grown a lot within like season three and into season four. And yeah, he you can kind of see how it's changed. And I think it started off like writing him in was supposed to just be a cutesy like little again because it wasn't a side mission where all this started and then yeah i've got super creepy and i know a lot of people missed the side mission in season two where maxine tried to set them up so he came in in season three with that one episode that one specific episode where he's trying to woo oh. jody and it was just the creepiest thing ever and i think a lot of I was definitely freaked out a little bit by it, but then you can kind of see him go through the end of season three, season four, and you can see him change into, and kind of realize where he was being. And I think that's really, really important too. Yeah, I, I, I like this idea of showing something that we see so much in movies, one 
this trope of people hating each other but being secretly in love and the other thing is that you know if you woo the girl the right way you will always get the girl mm-hmm. and kind of portray that as no this is not how it works and also this is bad but you can learn from that mm-hmm. and i mean it's also i kind of i'm on the fence about liking and not liking that they brought this whole storyline in because it also shows that this idea of the friend zone and like, Oh, well, if I can't have her, obviously she's a bad person and all that kind of stuff, regardless of what the man is doing is ridiculous. And I don't know. It's good to, for them just to be friends. Like that's awesome. And Does he end up realizing that? I I feel like he does, but I'm not entirely sure. If I remember correctly, in the end of the missions where we deal with Jody's past, he gets hurt. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing we know is that she uh, visits him in the hospital. Mm -hmm. And I kind of, for a second, I was a bit worried that this would be like, oh no, now she has realized how big of a hero he is. So... Yeah, uh, but but this is not the, the direction it takes. So what I assumed happened is that they talked about it, and this is mm. not something that we are supposed to know because this is not something that Run of Five is supposed to know. So I kind of assumed that they talked about it, and maybe he apologized, and I kind of think they're on okay terms. Yeah, which With- is good because. You should absolutely work to be friends with people, even if you have a crush on them and they don't feel the same. Like, that shouldn't make as big a difference as it does for some people. And I like that they that they introduced a character who's able to do that and is able to represent kind of that process as well. Speaking of um, problematic characters. <laughs> the, hands down the most problematic character we've ever been introduced to. But we forgot his name. That one guy. Yeah, you that know guy. the one guy. You know who we're talking about. That kid. He's not even a guy. He's a kid. He's like 16. Yeah. Kittens. And he Kitten pre- kid. pretends that he has kittens because he wants to talk to Zoe. Oh, not just talk to Zoe. Y- yes. He wants to go on a date with Zoe. Yes. And... Who is the- like, what, 15 years his senior probably. I've always assumed that Zoe has to be about my age or older. I always assumed she would be like Eugene's age, so late Late 20s, 20s, early 30s. Yeah, yeah. about that. Because what, (laughs) what the weird thing about this is we, in the story, we need information from that kid. So Mm -hmm. we need to, we can't just, you know, push him down a slope and then never talk about him ever again. Well. Yeah, we, we can. <laughs> um, it's tempting. And so, yeah, this, I think, what I think is this character, if I remember correctly, he, well, he's, he's human garbage. He's a very terrible person. And he made a lot of people feel very, very uncomfortable, which was not, he was not supposed to be as cringeworthy as he was. Mm. Which, if I remember correctly, I think 
the Zombies Run writing team even kind of apologized. They did, actually. Yeah, they were like, oh, we did not, this was not supposed to be, we are so, so sorry that uh, that uh, we wrote something so creepy. <laughs> This character shows like he is he's full on like setting a trap because mm. he heard he heard Zoe on the radio and realized that she is the object of his affection. Yeah. And didn't From, even, yeah. And didn't even consider that she's an an actual person. Yeah. From a conversation that she was having with a completely different person and she had never seen him in his life. He obviously could tell that she was the one. And I, True love. I remember, and I, I think it's okay for, for the game to introduce things like that. Mm. As long as it stays within a range. Like, I mean, he, realistically, he's a teenager. Like, people my age, like 25 and up, still do that with Hollywood stars, and that's fine. Like, you can idolize you can have a crush on stars whatever but there's a point that he crossed there's a line that he obviously crossed and that was instead of realizing oh this person may be out of my reach like if we met them it would be totally serendipity and that would be so cool but there's really nothing much I could do to change that so he crossed the line from that into straight up like stalking and planning on basically hurting her or changing her life if she wasn't willing to be with him, which is the unacceptable and creepy part. Like, just a 16-year-old who has a crush on Zoe, whatever, that's no big deal, that's totally normal. But a 16-year-old who's willing to force her to risk her life to just meet him after he lied to her is with absolutely kittens. ridiculous. Yeah. You never, never lie about <laughs> puppies. And kittens. <laughs> that's just wrong. But, but it's also it's also portrayed as something that's not good. Yeah. And I mean he gets his he his karma is yeah. Yep. He gets his karmic revenge, karmic whatever. I don't know. Come but, uppins. Come uppins, yeah. Also I, love I think that word from the mummy. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only Actually, it was the only time because um, radio radio mode. Usually, we have uh, we have uh, Jack, we have Eugene, we have Phil. Uh, so we have different, all different men, different types of men, and all of them like very well written. This was the only the only time I wanted to kind of kick all three of them in the face mm. was when they made fun of Zoe for 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 that yeah. experience. Um, first, it's just Jack and Phil, and you're kind of okay. Those, you know, they're kind of immature idiots. And then Eugene tells them, "Oh no, come on, guys, shut up, stop it." And then he makes a joke, and I was like, "Not cool." Yeah, really not cool. I think when you're having fun, and when you're in a group who's also making fun of someone, regardless of your gender or their gender, it's really easy to go too far, and it's really easy to disregard people's feelings and I think in this situation that's what the three of them did to Zoe is they were having a lot of fun they thought it was funny and they were making each other laugh and by doing that they kind of disregarded the fact that Zoe was clearly uncomfortable and she was getting really angry about it and I think that's really 
it's kind of the group group think scenario. Like if one person says something, the rest of the group is more likely to join on. But I guess a part of those and you know straight up villains. Most of the guys we meet in Zombies Run are all very great. Yeah. Complicated, complicated. Oh, Simon. But great. <laughs> Things can be said even... Um, oh, I just forgot the main villain of season two's name. Van Ark. Even Van Ark, like, as an antagonist, he's still incredibly well-written. Like, he has motivations for what he was trying to do. He didn't start out... You know, Donald Trump-wise saying, I'm going to kill the world and I'm going to do it because it makes me money, that kind of stuff. Like, he didn't start out with negative intentions. And that's something I think that's really, really interesting is even the villains, like male or female, are starting out with good intentions. They're just taking things too far. Which, uh, there's one more topic that I want to talk about I remember stumbling across this post and it's uh, too late to find it now because it's been like a year ago um, there is one scene in in zombies run there is uh, important information and we have to get it to a person to a man because he can help us and in the game to keep it vague runner five arrives there and wants to give that man the important information or thing or whatever and this person turns on us and it turns out they're not on our side and that happened and I saw a post on Tumblr where somebody said oh yeah it was a male character so of course he was evil because in the Zombies Run universe all the men are evil or or all the all the villains are male something like that someone hasn't gotten to season three yet well it was in season four so i think yeah. they did but it was for me it was like i that's just not true not even remotely because we have male characters who are heroes and we have male characters who are villains and we have female characters who are heroes and female characters who are villains. And we have plenty of people in between who yes. are just kind of dicks. Who's, Simon and Amelia, for instance. sometimes villains and sometimes heroes, depending on what you want. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, Naomi talked about this as well, and she makes sure to... She pays a lot of attention to that, to that one gender is not constantly overshadowing the other in terms of good people, in terms of bad people. Like... She wants to make it as representative and as, like, evenly matched as the world actually is. And so, I mean, I mean, obviously that post is kind of ridiculous, but because that person, their gender in that sense doesn't matter. They were just a bad person. Also, who happened to be male. They were, I think... Because this person just appeared in like this one mission, so they didn't, mm. they didn't, I, I guess they didn't want to cast a new actor. Mm. So they had the voice actor of um, Phil speak that person. <laughs> and I like that actor a lot. Um, Wooden Overcoats is like one of my favorite podcasts. It's very great. I can't wait for the next season. But <laughs> he just sounded like 
Phil pretending to be a bad guy. <laughs> and it kind of put me out of the of the situation because I was like, oh, this is Phil. Oh, this is Phil. What is he doing here? Did he dress up? <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but um, it was an evil person. So. Oh. But it's not, I mean, this is not a big spoiler, I, I guess. I hope. <laughs> I will put a spoiler warning on it. I try to keep everything very, very vague. Yeah, I think you did a good job because I have no idea what you're talking about. So well, but I'm not sure if you <laughs> have played this mission already. So, mm. huh. Hmm. Hmm. so that's that's well, it. We actually what? got a message. Oh, we got a message. Sorry, I, sorry. I we kind of kept it till season four or till the end because it's season four spoilers and then some season five stuff. So, Liz, you should probably... Should I head to the Tumblr? There. Oh, no, I can read it, but... Okay, okay. Yeah. So, um, I've met this character, but I haven't, like, gotten to know them. Um, actual sweet little souffle girl says, Actual Karate Kid Kaitan, complete with season four spoilers, nunchucks, is quite possibly one of, if not the best character I've ever met. I love his little karate chop routine and action movie responses, and his trademark ninja, ooh Battle cry. And I love how loyal he is to his friends, especially Yang, Runner 1, and Cameo, Runner 13. Vague spoilers. After certain events in Season 5, I'm a bit worried about him and I really hope he's okay. I want more ninja ooh from him in the future. Oh yeah, Kaitan is... I, I like Kaitan, but we did not get a lot of screen... like a lot of time with um, him and Yang and Cameo. I think that's the way how you pronounce it, right? Cameo. They wrote it like cameo. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I obviously don't have a British accent, so I could be pronouncing it wrong. Yeah, because I totally do have a British accent. You do, Liz. Yeah, yeah. I could be, I could be the queen. You are the queen. Well, I mean, people always write my name like the queen, which is the only reason I go by Liz. So, there you have it. Um, no, you should go by Cece. No, the Empress. no. I mean that's nice as well. People write that incorrectly as well. They always write it with two S in the middle, but it's just one S in the middle. Anyways, Kaitan is a pretty cool character. Yes, we agree. He is. Uh, we hope that. Let's just say season five. In the beginning of season five, all is not well with everybody. So. Yeah, let's just hope at least some things are getting better for at least some of the characters. Let's be honest, this is Zombies Run. Everything's gonna fall to shit. I mean, <laughs> no, that's just... I, I'm not totally caught up to, to mid-season break, so I, I, I don't know yet what is going to happen to each of these be dramatic. people. I mean, let's hope they are all okay. We've had enough experience with this to know it's going to be dramatic and then it's going to get better and then it's all going to be super happy and then everything's going to fall to shit. And even if everything is going to be bad, dear sweet little souffle girl, let me just tell you one thing. If Kaitan is not okay, there's always fanfiction. According to String Theory, there are infinite, infinite universes where we're all in it, so he's safe out there somewhere. There's at least one universe where Naomi Alderman made sure that he's okay. Yep. Even if it's not our universe. 
just go into it this way. Assume everyone's going to die, and then when they don't, it's a pleasant surprise. That's very optimistic. <laughs> That's what a very optimistic pessimist would say. My boyfriend just started singing for some reason, and I don't know what's happening. What did he sing? He says, the Lindley way of life. <laughs> <laughs> we obviously we love the man of Sami Swan. Mm -hmm. Except for that one cat guy. Yeah. Cat man. Yeah. Cat boy. We don't like cat him. Man. <laughs> so the two things we learned in this episode is fuck that guy with the kittens. Mm -hmm. Not literally, please don't. And two, there's always string theory and fan fiction if <laughs> something happens to a beloved character. Yeah. Next episode, we are going to talk about season one. What about season one? Everything about season one. So we are going to discuss the plot, um, the structure, the characters, the lore, everything. So it will be mm -hmm. season one all the way through. Yeah, sounds good. And we will not tag spoilers I no, think because no, yeah, it's, the title. It's, it's gonna be season, season like one. That. Like it's it's season one, guys. Yeah, season one. Just. Yeah. Okay, so uh, yeah. that's so, it. Fuck that guy and stay safe out there, guys. Stay safe out there. <laughs> Podcast detected is a non-profit project brought to you by way too many people in a com shack. Zombies Run belongs to Six to Start. Music is Rich Groove by Jason Kessler. Questions? Want to submit a story or need more information? You'll find us on Tumblr or Twitter at Podcast Detected or email us at waytoomanypeopleinacomshack at gmail.com No runners were harmed during the making of this episode. Mm -hmm.